We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The Last Call Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, I have my co-host, Nick Warner. Hey, uh, I got a question. Yes. Do you do we know who Danny Mac is? Danny Mac? Do you, do you know who Danny Mac is? Um, uh, no. Okay. Well, at the beginning of the song that that we should probably know by now, uh, it says we got a call from our our boy Danny Mac, and I really think we should know who that is. I just thought he said Danny Man. I don't, uh, we'll, we'll get a confirmation on that, but I, I, if it's an actual person, I would really like to know who he is and see if he would like to come on the podcast, because that would be cool. All right. Well, you look that up, but thank you, everybody, for joining us on this Friday. Like I said, I am your host, Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, I have my co-host, Nick Warner, where every week, Nick and I host this podcast while attempting to drink six beers in 60 minutes. And there is a catch. Each beer that we drink does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. And we like to start off the show every week by uh, telling you what we're drinking tonight. So, uh, Nick, you have the honors. Uh, you know what? I, I did look it up, and I would like to throw it out there that our boy Danny Mac would probably enjoy a delicious Budweiser while he uh, hung out with us and enjoyed the show. Is that a confirmed fact? That is a confirmed fact. We got a call from our boy Danny Mac. We're going to find him. Well, whoever you are, Danny Mac, we will find you and we will have you on this podcast. But what are you drinking tonight? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Well, Danny well, Mac would was... enjoy Budweiser with me. So, okay. That's so, what we're doing. Budweiser. Okay. My bad. I, I missed that. But, uh, yeah. So, next got the Budweiser. Uh, I got lazy this week and I also did. Uh, Truly, I did the the truly iced teas again because I had some left over from last week. <laughs> See, I, I keep wanting to call you out. Um, I'm always nervous. Like I have the PTSD of you drinking the high noons that were four and a half percent, and so I'm like always on edge and ready to call you out. Nope, these truly iced teas are five percent, so we are in the clear. Um, but hey, Nick, before we get into the show, I do want to make an announcement. And that announcement does pertain to the Last Call podcast. Uh, you and I have decided that we are going to actually get to take a summer vacation. Where are we going? More importantly, where are you taking me? I, I don't know. That That's still TBD. However, uh, we are going to be taking a small break over the summer for about eh, four or five weeks or so, maybe. But we're going to iron some stuff out with the show. We're going to work on some audio stuff. We, I know we've talked about video a lot. We're going to get that up. We're going to do some show planning so that when we come back to season two is what we're dubbing it, uh, we're going to have a better, hopefully, overall experience for our listeners and really build this show out the way that, that we intended to. So uh, we do have, this is episode 21, correct? So we've got 22, 3, 4, and 5. Episode 25 will be the last one. So four more after this episode. We'll take a couple-week break, and then we'll start letting people know when we're coming back, and we'll do that. I mean, if you, if you think about it, 20 episodes, oh, 21 episodes in a row now. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of beers. 
as well. It's a lot of beers. There's a lot of time. It's weird to think that almost six months ago, almost six months ago, we, we started doing this and, uh, time flies when you're drinking beers and having fun with your friends. But again, just wanted to give everybody a heads up. That's the plan. So tune in for these last few episodes. We're going to have some guests on, we're going to have some fun and do hopefully a couple of things a little bit different towards the end of, you know, these last few episodes, but then we'll come back. And like I said, we're, we're hoping to enhance the experience for the guests or not guests, yeah, but the, well, the guests who are listening to our show, our audience is what I meant. Right. To say. Right. I think it'll be fun, though. We get to play around a little bit. This will kind of be like a little trial period for us to try some new segments, whatever. But then we'll really like kind of dial things in and bounce ideas off each other and then uh, get ready for season two. Hone in that magic formula that'll get us to uh, where we want to go. So um, 20 subscribers. (laughs) 20. Here we go. So um, anyways, wanted to throw that out there before we dive into our topics for tonight. Um. Nick, uh, I think, oh man, where do I want to start? Um, I'm going to start with this one because I, I don't, I just don't understand how <laughs> this is a thing. Um, I, I, I was, can understand it. Well, I was but... scrolling, I was scrolling through the internets as I typically do. And I saw something that caught my eye and it was a woman uh, who was fit and she was in some leggings, but I noticed something different about these leggings. Um, and essentially these leggings had cleavage. Now, okay, go ahead. But not, not, you remember how you mentioned Schaefer's V-neck pants? Uh, An ingenious invention, yes. I remember that. Well, imagine those, but in legging form, and then the V-neck is on the back of the pants. So this would be showing off your butt cleavage. Exactly. So essentially, uh, Rihanna has come out with some new leggings that are essentially made for plumbers. <laughs> okay. Um, is I don't. You're you're getting at something that the world is asking for less of. I, think. I don't get it. Why? Why is this a thing? I mean, look, I like myself a good booty, but you know, are we? It, are we to this point now? Where where we just don't have enough, we we can't see enough of the booty, so we have to now show the cleavage of the booty. I mean, if you're talking specifically to uh, plumbers, crack, I I want less of that. Absolutely. Uh, as far as girl butts go, I don't know. I I'd be interested to see how many girls would actually be willing to wear these because I don't think there's many out there. I think this is going to be one of those things where it's like kind of those fashion statements that's kind of so out there and so weird that people will buy it up just to have it, right? Well, and, and that's something that I wanted to talk about because of this story. It is a fashion statement. I don't get it. I don't understand how this is a thing or why this is even a thing. But I, I've seen other fashion trends come and go, and it just it, it makes me want to uh, to punch myself in the face for you know, how dumb some of these are. For example, one of them that I absolutely thought is the dumbest thing in the world was the male romper. I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what that is. Do you I know mean, what a romper I, I think I know what a romper is, is uh, but maybe I should just Google the male romper and I'll get the full experience. Well, do you know what a, a romper is? Typically a female garment. If we're going by standard binary 
whatever gender gender oh. things anymore. Okay. Okay. So it's a I'm one a, it's a uh, one piece jumpsuit typically. Yeah. Right. That that girls will wear. Uh, but now the men have decided we're taking over the romper. I don't know why. They're inconvenient as shit. Like, you could go into the bathroom. You understand you have to get naked to go to the bathroom if you wear a romper, right? I'm just throwing like, this out there. I think all UPS guys look like they're wearing a male romper when they've got, like, that tan on tan. Okay, well, that's fair. They, they look were, like they it, but they're the not. Curve. So the male romper was something that I thought was the dumbest trend and it might still be a trend. I have no idea. So the male romper. Then why are you wearing one right now? Shh! Don't tell anybody. Anyways, See, I this thought is, this is why we need video. Got to hold you accountable. No, well, maybe we won't do the video part. But yeah, the male romper I don't get. The other thing that I don't get currently is all of these uh, tween teenage kids on TikTok with the dangly earrings, like the men with the dangly earrings. Oh yeah, what do you what do you think about like the wearing one earring or two ear like as opposed to like the normal like two earrings? Uh, I just for I mean, me you, you you're probably just offset on earrings completely. Yeah, just not a big earrings person. I mean, there are some guys that can definitely pull off like a stud earring or you know or whatnot, but like yeah, everybody's wearing like the uh, oh who was it? Um, no, it's oh, God. The Hold one on. that dated uh, Addison Ray. Is that the one you're going for? No, well, no, that's then? a TikToker. It's he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, Prime Time. What's Prime Time's real name? Oh, Deion Sanders. The, wearing the Deion Sa- or the Barry Bonds. The Barry Bonds. Oh, yeah. Barry yep. Bonds did that with the the cross earring, the one dangling one. Yeah, I remember that. So Barry Bonds did it, and now all these like teenage, you know, fuck boys are are wearing the the one earring. I don't get it. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it, to each their own if they want to do it. I just don't get why that's the trend. Well, once again, that's just like one of those things that's out there because it's like, oh, this guy doesn't give a fuck and he does whatever he wants and a girl appreciates that because the He's guy is boy. willing to get out of his comfort zone is my guess in that he's okay with it. I mean, maybe, but at what point like, is it just you look like an idiot? Well, like, at what point does self-expression turn into "you look like an idiot"? But but let's be serious. They're probably getting paid to wear whatever they were wearing, and so who's really the idiot? <laughs> He's the one uh, that's getting paid to wear that, and who gives a shit? I could see clothing, like t-shirts or jeans, like those have a specific kind of style. But I'm not looking at like, oh my god, is that a famous designer earring that you're wearing? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe again, I am not, I wear the same five t-shirts and three yep. pairs of shorts and one pair of jeans every day. So I was going to throw it out there that you and I right now are not the, uh, the connoisseurs of fashion. You're wearing an Under Armour t-shirt and I'm wearing a fucking cheap t-shirt that I got from like New Orleans, literally the, uh, the tourist special. <laughs> so it, I get fashion. There are there are fashionable things like uh, men's fashion. I think can be like really cool and like you can look really nice. But it, it's the little things like the male romper and the the one earring and the I don't know what else kids are doing these days. I just don't I don't get it. Oh, here's the other one that I see is guys wearing like um, super super short like running shorts and like really baggy shirts to almost wear like. 
you know how do you remember girls in high school they would wear really long like baggy kind of t-shirts and really short shorts underneath and you can never really tell if they actually had shorts on or not because they're short like shirts cover their shorts do you know what i'm talking yeah, about that or like a really really baggy uh sweatshirt or something like that right, right? but they would essentially cover your shirt. i've seen some dudes walking around that are wearing like that where their shirts are longer than their shorts are almost and then they wear the the mid-high socks like up their shins white socks and then like white tennis shoes like white sneakers i don't get it i don't get why these things start or why they're a trend but i'm sure we dressed like idiots back in the day too where people looked at us and said what are you wearing i you just should, you should just I, I i'm gonna be honest while you're talking there i just went up on the the, the google's and uh, I typed in men's fashion 2021, and it is it is amazing, amazingly strange, and that I do not understand fashion, and clearly never will. But no, and we are the perfect guys to talk about it. <laughs> you, you, that's exactly what people came here for, you know, for our you're... fashion advice. Listen, get yourself a nice cotton Under Armour or Adidas T-shirt. Get yourself some. Under Armour or Adidas shorts, and uh, that's all you need, period. And a Budweiser, and then you can just walk around, and you're comfortable, and you look okay. And you look the fantastic. Grout, the grout fit. Stick with the uh, the white, the black, and the gray. Stick to the neutral gray colors only. You'll, yep, you'll be you'll be fine. Only neutral colors. Do not go outside of that comfort zone. Stick there. Don't go with pastels. Pastels are risky. Don't do that. No, and then the best part is. Uh, in the winter, you wear black, and then in the summer, you wear white. So you just kind of, as as the season goes on, as it starts to move to fall, you start transitioning into some of those darker grays. And then when spring rolls around, you pull back out like you're coming out of the out of the darkness that is winter. And it's everybody it will know what season every time. it is. Everybody will know what season it is because you are wearing white, gray, or black. And then when it starts to warm up, you go in reverse order. See, we're we're trying to create a population um, from. Did you ever watch Fairly Odd Parents when you were growing up? Yeah. Uh, do you remember when he like wished for everybody to be the exact same, and they had the blobby, the blobby bobs, whatever yeah. you want to call them? Yep. He's like, he wished everybody was the exact same, and everybody was gray, and they all looked the exact same, and then it became, oh well, I'm I'm. We might all be gray, but I'm the blobbiest of the blobs. That's what we're trying to go to that population. Everybody wants to be unique. Can't just conform, can you, people? Well, uh, I, I don't know. Some of the things that guys wear anymore, I would be embarrassed to wear very much so. Uh, but, you know, like I said, to each their own. Um, here's something. Go ahead. So what? So I can honestly check that off your christmas wish list that i was going to buy for you is the rihanna uh cleavage leggings oh yes that's what started this conversation them. yes you can you can definitely not get me those and i would be okay all right well i'm gonna buy it for you anyway just because sure okay fine i'm gonna wear them in reverse <laughs> <laughs> oh no all right <laughs> It's gonna backfire anyway, on you, topic. isn't it? <laughs> I'm I'm a yeah, little so uncomfortable but... thinking about that right now. Well, uh, so I was I was leading into this next story about being embarrassed wearing some of the things kids wear today. Um, the a uh, pitcher from the Detroit Tigers had his first outing. 
the other day. He's a relief pitcher from the Detroit Tigers. I forget his name, so I won't embarrass him any more than he was. Uh, but he got called in to relief pitch in their game the other day. And um, guess what happened, Nick? Uh, he he was wearing <laughs> Rihanna <laughs> Rihanna jeggings. Oh my god, I forgot my baseball pants at home. <laughs> Quick, somebody give me something. Hey man, I got is, these. Is the um, uh, g-string whale tail or whatever was sticking out? I don't know. Uh, no. Uh, first of all, he came in in relief, like I said, but he had a very uh, poor outing. I think he walked a guy, might have hit somebody, gave up a couple hits. Um. But that was, I guess, the least of it, because after doing all of that, he then vomited all over the mound and then got and then got pulled. And then after <laughs> the game, he got demoted back down to triple A. <laughs> oh, no. He has a bad outing. He throws up on the mound and then he gets demoted back down to triple A after all of this happens. So I felt I felt very bad for the guy. Um, but oh, it, it's. I've- I'm trying to think of it. There's a movie reference that I'm really wanting to make right now. And, and I can't remember. There's a guy trying to console his friend his, and his friends like, uh, I, I I think I'm going to puke. And he's, he was like crying. And then he just pukes. And he's like, there you go, buddy. Good job. Now you got it out. I can't I mean, remember. I, I remember in Step Brothers when the parents tell him we're getting a divorce. Maybe. And one of them, I think I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> that that might be what I was trying to think of. Actually, you you may have just nailed it. So, but that's a, that's what I imagined him when he went home. <laughs> well, I and you if you watch the video, it's not super graphic. Um, if you are squeamish or anything, it's not like super graphic. They kind of panned away from him because I think the cameraman knew what was going to happen. If you watch the video, you can see it in his face. He's not feeling good, like. You know, they said it. he wasn't like sick. He was feeling nauseous throughout the day, but like he's not COVID, nothing like that. But he had a bad outing. It was his first debut in the major leagues. So he's probably nervous. And then he gave up a bunch of hits and then he just vomited on the mound. The doctors came out, they pulled him. And then he was informed that he's going back down to triple A. <laughs> you you oh got some God. stuff you got to work out, bud. But with that. Um, do you think, okay, there there's always some shenanigans happening and the bullpens. You were a, you were a college pitcher at one point, right? Yes. And there's always some shenanigans happening. And I remember specifically a story of um, somebody who didn't plan on pitching that day and may have been out in the in the bullpen uh, indulging in some adult beverage that was hidden inside of something, uh, maybe a Gatorade bottle or something of the equivalent. So I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and story? I'll go ahead and tell this story. Um, we'll leave the name out. Just, just yeah. Well, yeah. So I I did play baseball I, for a couple this years. Just came to mind. So well, yes, shenanigans do happen in the bullpen. Do I think that attributed to this scenario at all? No, I think the dude was nervous. He wasn't doing well. Got got to him a little bit, and and he ended up you know vomiting. But in uh, college, so I played at a D three for a couple of years. Um, and whenever the starters weren't pitching, typically they didn't want to be in the dugout because they didn't want to go chase foul balls. They didn't want to deal with the coach. They just came out and messed around in the bullpen with all the, the relief guys. Well, one of our guys, uh, so in college you have series, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, series. So our, our one of our starters threw on Friday, 
And typically when a starter throws, he doesn't throw the rest of the weekend. He started. He threw quite a few innings. He's not throwing again. So after the Friday game, he went down to the field with some guys, and he buried a fifth of captain in the bullpen. Like he dug a <laughs> hole behind the, the pitcher's mound in the bullpen and buried a fifth of captain. So he comes to the game, and he's not ready to throw. He's got his pants on, um, but he's got flip-flops. He doesn't have his jersey with him, does, you know, doesn't have his cleats or anything, and he's just out there pouring captain into his water bottle and just drinking during the game. True. You have no reason to worry. You already pitched. You're done yeah, for you the weekend. Pitched. Yeah, shouldn't be throwing. Coach calls down and goes, hey, I need you to throw. And he's like, wait, what? He's like, coach, <laughs> I don't have my jersey. I don't have my cleats. And he goes, well, get ready. So he's like, fuck. So he runs down, grabs his cleats, grabs his jersey, all that stuff. He is tipsy. I don't know that he was hammered, but he was definitely under the influence at that point. So he runs into the game, strikes out two batters, ends the inning, and then runs to the dugout. Like just <laughs> real quick, just runs in, strikes these guys out, and then and then runs out. The, he walks up to the trainer, and the trainer starts going, <laughs> like he sniffs, smells. So he goes, have you been drinking? He goes, no, it's <laughs> deodorant. He's like, no, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but clearly you could tell he had been, but I mean, I give him credit. He ran in, he performed, but there was, there was zero reason for him to throw. So those are the types of shenanigans that can happen, especially at a low end D three. Um, so right. I just think it's, it's, it's funny. Just the, the whole thing. And then you, uh, end up uh, drinking and then ended up striking out batters and going right back in and like, mm, well, I still did my job. So eh, yeah, whatever. So no harm, no foul. Um, and so whoever that team is, you're really bad that, that he struck out. Right. What's funny about so. division three sports is that we actually had a conversation with our athletic trainer when we all first got there. Uh, we go in, they're having a conversation with a bunch of D three athletes about steroid use and HGH and performance-enhancing drugs. And we're like, Coach, if I was doing HGH or steroids or performance-enhancing drugs, I probably wouldn't be D3 right now, first of all. Second of all, did you ever watch Mad TV? And do you remember, like, Coach Hines? It was Keegan-Michael Key's character, but he was the he played a gym coach with super short shorts. Yes. Yep, I know exactly yep. what you're talking about. He was real, like, out there. So there's one episode you can probably find on YouTube, Matt TV, Coach Hines, steroid bust. Yep. So I imagine this is how they decide who's doing steroids in Division Three. They look across all of the kids, and all the kids are like pretty small and scrawny. And then there's this one six foot five dude just curling a fucking bus in his arms. And it's like, that guy, coach, that guy's doing steroids. Book him. Like it's pretty <laughs> easy to tell the guys who are juicing in D three. Because not everybody's just naturally as big as some of the dudes that go D1. Right. Um, In reality, like, if you're playing D3, you're kind of there for the fun of it and, like, just to keep playing sports and whatnot because you don't get a scholarship. You don't get money. Like, you're kind of no. just there. Yeah, you, you don't get anything. I mean, you want to compete. You want Like, you're trying to right. be competitive Absolutely. and win a national championship. You still get to play for a national championship if you're good enough. But, yeah, we're not taking it nearly as serious as those guys at D1 who actually have a shot to get drafted. Right. So no, it's 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 the reality has struck in. I'm, I still want to be competitive. I still want to play organized sports and enjoy it and uh, do my thing. But I'm going to have a little bit of fun along the way as well. 
Exactly. So I remember uh, I, I've talked about going overseas a little bit. So I studied abroad in college, and I did that actually while I was playing baseball. And we were going Ooh, into. I'm so cultured. That's not the point. The point is when I'm, I told I'm my always, coach, I'm, I'm being bitter because I haven't been out of the U.S. So that's the well, only reason why. Well, we'll change that. We're taking the last call podcast international, baby. Here we go. Uh, but I told my coach when I was doing that, I was like, hey, coach, I'm not going to be here for the conference tournament. I'm, I'm studying abroad. And he was like, okay, have a good time. <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> so I don't know if one, that was a reflection on just me and my position on the team where he just didn't care. Or two, if it was like he wasn't taking it that seriously either. I think it's it might have been the first, for the you know, the, the former. But regardless, um, going back to this guy. No, I don't think those types of shenanigans led to his incident on the mound. Could have, doubtful in the major leagues. Uh, but it got me thinking, do you have any stories in sports that like you're really embarrassed about? Um, something that doesn't have to be obviously similar to this, but just something that you're like... You, your athleticism wasn't quite there. You embarrassed yourself in front of a bunch of people, you know, anything? Uh, well, I mean, my entire sports career is pretty embarrassing just in general. Uh, I'm not, I, I wouldn't call myself, I, I, I'm decently athletic. Like I could play basketball and not embarrass myself or I could play golf and be okay, whatever. Uh, that, let me think. Well, most of it relates to like when I was young. All right. I remember one time I was playing basketball and I always played point guard because that's what you did when you were the smallest kid on the team and you had to play still. Right. Uh, and so one guy goes in to uh, pass the ball inbounds and I'm standing there waiting to grab the ball. And for whatever fucking reason, I grab the ball and I look up and there's a hoop right above me and I just shot it into the hoop and it was the other team's goal. Oh no! So I just scored on ourselves. Yeah, everybody else is at the other fucking end of the court. Like, the fuck's wrong with that kid? <laughs> you thought that you was... had a you thought you had a fast break and a just be the hero, and you're the yeah, you're the Lonnie I mean, it was, Let. It was one of those times where I, I'm guessing it was just a fucking lapse in judgment or whatever. But I was like, oh wow, open basket. This is so easy. Why is nobody guarding me right now? Well, I'm gonna put this in anyway. So that's a good one. Um, another one. Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily embarrassing or it was just weird. I was playing, uh, outfield. I was playing center field and I was standing out there and I did the thing that you shouldn't do. Uh, it was a hot day. Picking, no, 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 no. Wasn't picking flowers. I wasn't picking my nose. Wasn't doing any of that. Uh, I was standing there. It was hot. I locked my knees and I just straight up like passed out. <laughs> and I like, dude, I shit you not. I like went flat planked and uh, laid on my back. No one came out. Like they continued the game. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I know this was because nobody came out and like was surrounding my, I woke up like on the ground and I the other team, hit. the other team's outfielder was standing over you. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Like, they accent. really gave such a little fuck that you passed out. The other team is in the field and he's just like, <laughs> you woke up because he kicked you <laughs> as he was running to get a fly ball. Once again, the other team's like, what the fuck's wrong with that kid? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I must have like locked my knees, 
fell like straight stiff boarded hit the ground laid there for like five to ten seconds and then i like i remember popping up and i'm like why the fuck am i on the ground because that's how i talked when i was 10 um <laughs> and and then i like stood up looked around and we got the last out and then i ran back to the dugout and <laughs> nobody said anything <laughs> nothing i was like nobody saw that nobody nobody noticed nobody well, they're just like yep that's nick he's doing his own thing again <laughs> typically the right fielder does that in little league nick not the center fielder yeah i was i wasn't bad enough for right field but uh i still got relegated to outfield sometimes got to play second base sometimes got the pitch but uh not very often those are those are pretty good um i i think i have two one of them's not uh, this one happens to everybody in in my opinion but it's the when the turf monster gets you um when i i was running out fuck is a turf monster so i was running out to the mound uh my senior year of of high school and um it was the very first you know opening our team breaks and we we run out for the first inning and uh, I tripped over the foul line, and I just tumbled <laughs> on my way out to the mound. And uh, typically, whenever that happens, you know the turf monster got you. Like they jump, it jumped out from the ground and grabbed your foot because there was no reason for me to trip other than I just was clumsy and tripped over myself on my way out to the mound. Wait, but wait a minute, how do you trip over the foul line? It's a chalk line. That's that. Oh, is that the fr- that that's a joke? That's okay, never joke. mind. All right. Well, this is no, why I'm I not good at sports. I didn't literally trip over the foul line, but I was about to the foul line and I stumbled over my own feet and fell, so I tripped over the foul line. But yes, Nick, God, it's jokes aren't as funny when I have to explain them to you. So that was that was definitely one of them. the uh, The second one was a little bit more embarrassing, where I almost pulled. Uh, this pitcher from the Detroit Tigers. Well, I did actually, um, except I wasn't on the mound. So I, in high school, I went to the showcase. So there were some college scouts there. I was working out for them. And, um, I don't like to eat breakfast anymore because of this. Uh, it was hot in the summer. My dad had made me breakfast before I went to the field and I was, we were out in right field, and we were taking fly balls and ground balls, and they were having us throw the to the different bases. So typically when you're out there, it was you throw like two or three to second, two or three to third, two or three to home plate. Well, it was, it was fast-paced. It was run up, grab the ball, throw it. Sprint back to your spot, run up, grab the ball, throw it, you know, doing that constantly. And again, mm-hmm. I'm on a full stomach at this point, and it's super hot. On my last throw to third, I run up, I scoop the ball up, I get into my crow hop, so I wind up to throw the ball to third. I vomit over my left shoulder and and I continue (laughs) to play and throw it to third. By the way, absolute rocket to the third baseman. I got it there, and it was a great throw. But I had one of the coaches come up to me afterwards and goes, I've never seen anybody vomit over their shoulder like that and continue with the play. I'm impressed. (laughs) Talk about a fucking vomit rocket. And I was like, so scholarship? <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, I'm not you, that. Because <laughs> I'm not that impressed. 
<laughs> Honestly, pretty pretty amazing to be able to do like there's you know the whole like can you rub your belly and pat your head at the same <laughs> can time? Can you vomit Honestly, over your shoulder and still make the play? Yeah, I can't rocket a ball to third base and puke at the same time. Honestly, I've seen college like people that can't puke by themselves without like having somebody hold their hair for them. So <laughs> I'm pretty impressed. So I think that's the the most embarrassing thing that I had happen in sports. I, I definitely have other embarrassing moments in general, but we're not going to get into those right now. Maybe one day I'll tell the audience. But uh, as far as sports goes, I think that was probably the most uh, the most embarrassing one that I had in front of the college scouts. So, um, but yeah, hopefully that guy he'll get another shot in the majors again. You hate if that's what he's remembered for that one time he got up and threw less than one inning. He didn't even throw a full inning, and then vomits on the mound, gets pulled, and then demoted. Yeah, you you hope that guy gets a definitely a little bit better. What's better the chance uh, what what? I don't know if you'll know this. I'm I'm kind of quizzing you off the top of your head right now. Uh, but what do you get paid for uh, in the major leagues? So, like, in the NFL, there's, like, a minimum contract, right? Do you know off the top of your head what it is for MLB? The last I looked, um, it was, like, 480000 But do I don't you know. To, does that mean you have to play the entire, like, year in the uh, majors and not get demoted? See, I, I don't know how it works in the MLB with contracts because you can come up and then you can get demoted again. Whereas, like, in the NBA, I know they'll sign, like, a 10-day contract. And I don't know what that's worth, but I, I know I've heard of guys who signed a 10-day contract coming from the G League to, like, the NBA, and then they get paid. But the uh, the major league minimum salary was actually raised from 555 to 570,500. Oh my god. Well, I I was going to throw it out there that I really uh, he's going to make more money than I will and probably I don't know. I'm sure you get until some sort of Until next year bonus. until this podcast takes off at least, you know. That's when we're going to really start raking it in. Uh, but no, regardless, he's going to make pretty good money. If he if yeah, he's playing so, in the MLB, he's, he's doing very well. Triple uh, A player stand to earn the most, going from five hundred and two dollars minimum weekly to seven hundred dollars weekly. So you can make decent money. So let's say you're one of the seven hundred dollars. Two thousand dollars. Wait, five hundred two dollars weekly. Minimum pay is weekly, minimum and that's pay. if you get to uh, that's if you get to Triple A. When you um, obviously getting to the majors, you're making a lot more money. But let's say you're you're on the higher end, you're making seven hundred dollars a week playing AAA ball. So that's fourteen hundred dollars every two weeks, twenty eight hundred dollars per month. Um, I mean, a lot of these guys in the minors are scraping by. They all live together. Uh, there was a story of one minor league player who couldn't afford his car, and one of the major league guys actually bought him a car so that he could drive to and from the field and stuff. So. It's not a it's not a good life if you're in the minors. Once you get to the show, it can be good unless you're this guy. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a fucking <laughs> exponential like growth, like it's oh, insane. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you are uh, the average income for a minor league leaguer for the first seven years, for the first seven years of their career, is six thousand eight hundred eighty four dollars per year. 
Okay, that is, so you're not even getting paid like minimum wage, which no, you're not. But so they have to hold second jobs in the off season. I mean, it is a rough life to be in the minor leagues for that long. So, hmm. but anyways, um, yeah. So glad we shared our <laughs> embarrassing stories, and uh, I hope the audience does not uh, severely ridicule us for them. Um, I do like. No, the it's fact- just gonna be me ridiculing you. For the next, I don't know, 15, 20 years or so. Oh, great. Yeah. No, and it's on record, too. established. I I just established the timeline for us. I'm definitely looking forward to this. Um, I want to touch on something real quick that also happened in sports um, recently. Uh, Just continuing on this. Um, I don't want to stay on it too long because it's kind of a a sad topic, but... Did you, um, you brought up, I didn't actually see this. I heard about it, but you were talking to me before the show about the dude that, uh, passed out during his soccer match and they had to give him like CPR on the field. Yeah. Yeah. So this was kind of, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think and, uh, crazy to observe, especially like what we talked about last week, like with the whole heart condition, whatnot that I have. Um, but we were, so I went out of town, went uh, for a wedding, and we happened to go to Top Golf. We had some extra time in there. Said, "Why not? We'll go play some Top Golf, uh, drink some beers, specifically Budweisers, because we were in St. Louis, and kind of enjoy ourselves until the wedding." And probably, I don't know. We were there for about an hour and a half or so, and we were happened to watch. Uh, we were watching some soccer and. All of a sudden we look up and there's a player like passed out on the field and we're like, Oh, that's kind of weird. Um, maybe he's just like playing the whole hook or like, Oh, I'm hurt, whatever. Yeah. Soccer players are notorious for flopping. Right. There's a lot of, there's, it's a a common thing. I'm sure there's always actual cases of where somebody actually did get hurt. But for the majority, majority of the time, uh, flopping is all about selling it and getting the ball back to your team because of a foul, right? Um, but we were watching, it was Denmark. Uh, the player's name is Christian uh, Eriksson. And all of a sudden they started fucking giving him CPR and broke out the defibrillator. And we're doing this all in the middle of the field, in the middle of the game, like at the, I think it was like the 43rd minute of the game is when he just like, passed out um and you they've got video of it and everything he's just running and then it's all of a sudden it just like body just goes into shutdown mode and just collapses face first and it was dude it was scary especially it's it's a weird thing and you and i have had this experience where um when you're not in the right state of mind aka you've had some drinks in you and everything and these situations kind of pop up and you're seeing it happen it's just like you can't take it in correctly but it was kind of scary to watch and even though i'm not a big soccer player uh soccer obviously not a soccer player uh not a big soccer fan uh i don't follow it very closely but it's still scary to watch and and it's hard to fathom that as a human being and seeing somebody else go through that and especially somebody that's 29 years old and have a heart attack um but just for i guess for the clarity of it um they were actually able to revive him um i can't remember how long they actually 
uh, performed CPR and everything. It seemed like it was like 10, 15 minutes or so, but brought him back. And so he's recovering right now, but it's just like a very sobering experience in a way, but it's, it's scary to watch. So, well, you, you alluded to it uh, a little bit that you and I have had a, an in-person experience similar to uh, this where you came up to visit me in Grand Rapids and Grand Rapids has a uh, G League basketball team. And um, when you got here, we, again, just typical us, just started drinking heavily. And by the time we got to the game, we were very inebriated. It, at this game, uh, one of the players collapsed on the court, and there was only like 10 seconds left in the game. Like the game yeah. was almost over, and there was 10 seconds left, and a player collapsed on the court. I was way too drunk for this, and uh, they took him off on a stretcher and found out that that player later actually died. And, you know, at the time, um, I, I was like just hoping that the dude was okay, but I didn't really know how to process. I was like, dude, there's 10 seconds left of the game. Like, did anybody actually touch him? Like what actually happened? Right. And it, it's just in- crazy that, you know, things can happen that quickly. So, yeah. Um, so that was uh Zeke Upshaw uh, at the age of 26. So that oh was, God. man, that was, it, I, I don't know. I, I never really dug into it. I mean, you can look him up. Um, uh, by yourself and whatnot, and see what the actual—I don't know if they actually released a, a cause of death or whatnot, but yeah, 40, 40 seconds re- uh, remaining. So your memory is pretty damn good uh, for being in the state that we were. But no, I just remember thinking, oh, they carted this guy off the court. You know, he was just like struggling with something, had something going on, a chest issue or whatever. Took him off the court didn't really think much of it and then the next day you wake up and they're like yeah dude that that guy that collapsed on the court died that night and it's just it's amazing amazing how fragile that life can be and especially for you know the athletes that we see out there he was 26 the christian williamson or uh, erickson was uh 29 years old you think these guys are in the the you know the peak of their uh physical health and sometimes those things just happen. It's weird. It is crazy. I mean, anything can happen at any moment. Uh, so sorry to put everybody on a somber note, but it was just something crazy. And, and it just reminded Nick and I of the experience that we had in person. So it just kind of gave us uh, a little bit of a flashback. So um, hopefully Chris, um, Christian, Christian, Erickson. Christian, Christian Erickson, a very Denmark, a Dan- Danish, that'd be Danish. Uh, yes. Mm, I hope, hopefully, I, I think I'm wrong. <laughs> well, whatever. Hopefully, hopefully he's okay and, and able to recover. Uh, but speaking of, of death and, uh, almost dying, I guess. Um, did you hear what Kim Jong-un said recently? Uh, I did not. Uh, Kim Jong-un, uh, notorious dictator of North Korea, believes that K-pop, you know what K-pop is? I do kind of know what K-pop is. I cannot say that I follow it because I do not. I believe, and and Sean's going to yell at me because he's the the Japanese expert. Um, 
I believe K-pop is kind of like a, a Japanese culture boy band. It's almost like Japanese boy bands, I believe, or or pop groups. They they don't have to be men; they can also be women. Uh, but they're like pop star <laughs> groups. He's right? really gonna yell at you. Am I am I just totally off here? Well, I mean, you're wrong as far, <laughs> as, far as the the country. Is well, it not Japan? Be... Is it? Oh, it's no. Korean. That's why it's K. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh. Okay. Well, so, I did you know, do my remember research. We were, remember it's, we were talking about like uh, embarrassing moments or whatever. I know this is specifically we were talking about sports, but you just had yours just in general life just K, now. The K in K-pop stands for Korean. <laughs> South Korea so specifically, um, I believe. <laughs> South, well, that would explain why Kim Jong Un <laughs> believes that K-pop is a cancer that merits work camp execution. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, ah! oh, I almost forgot I had that. Oh, that's so great! All right, anyway, All right, so, uh, explain okay, your story. So, so well, like, okay, um, K as in K-pop, <laughs> as in J-pop in Japanese. <laughs> I mean, the, to be fair, they are pretty close in the alphabet. They are. <laughs> J right I was one letter off, damn it. Okay. <laughs> uh, to get anyway. to the, the story, um Kim Jong un believes that K pop is a cancer and that it merits work camp execution. So my question to you, Nick, is is there anything that you hate so much that you believe it should be executed in a work camp? <laughs> <laughs> Um, people who don't fact check, uh, <laughs> specifically about K-pop, um, <laughs> uh, no, okay, realistically, all right, I'll stop, I'll, I'll stop dogging on you, I'm, I'm, I'm being hard on you, it's not like I'm, I'm never fucked up as well, um, I don't know, uh, I feel like you're going to say these three things. You're going to say wearing those earrings, like the dangly earrings, um, wearing uh, butt cleavage uh, tights, and uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think what else you're going to go for. I'm, I'm playing I'm playing guess, uh, trying to guess your answers here. Um, uh, dude, there are things. It depends on the day, but... Definitely um, kids in Warzone that after they beat you in the gulag continue to shoot you when you're dead. Those kids. Oh, that that drives you that mad. Oh, dude. Dude, fuck those kids. I, is, it, I get... is it like the vibrate? Like even after you've died and the controller's still vibrating? It be, yeah, they're just continuously shooting you. It's like, ah, oh, I beat you in the... Oh, yeah. I get, I get angry at that. Um... What else? Um, people who think that cheesecake is a cake and not a pie, you're wrong. Um, okay. Well, do we want to have that argument? <clears throat> that'll be an argument for a later day. By the way, hot take. Cheesecake is not actually cake. Cheesecake is a pie, and you will never convince me otherwise. 
I tried to convince somebody once and it went poorly, but we'll save that <laughs> he threat, story he for another to beat time. Your ass. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for another time. Um that that one's a that one's a joke. Um but dude, it just depends on the day. There were um I guess people traffic, dude. I, I get real angry in traffic. I'm never gonna act on it, but there are just some people in traffic that I just cannot handle either. Um but no, man, I don't know that there's anything that I think is a cancer on the world that deserves that deserves work camp execution. And by the way, can we just agree that that might be the most Kim Jong Un thing to say ever? Okay, what what is the, what is work camp execution mean? Because I can understand like uh, hard labor or whatever, like when they say 10 years hard labor, is that kind of what he means? Or... Yeah, well, he, he's going to do what he did to Otto Warmbier, if you don't remember that guy. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, just work him until... It. Yeah, work, work you until you essentially die. Well, they beat that... I'm assuming... I, I don't think we'll ever know exactly what happened, but I'm pretty sure he obviously endured some blunt force trauma and some other injuries Dude. that were not really due to working... If you ever, if you saw any pictures of that kid, and again, I don't want to mean to get all morbid, but that kid looked different when he came back. Like when it, when yeah, they, I mean, when you, they got him just... back. Yeah, he, he saw some shit or something, man. Like I, I, again, I don't mean to be all morbid, but yeah, um, I, I can't think of anything specifically at this moment. And see, it, it always happens in the moment. I get really worked up about something and I would be, I would absolutely be like, yeah, work camp execution, that, that, whatever it is. But I, I don't have anything at the moment. I'm pretty, I'm pretty chill today, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, how about, okay. How I, about, pe- how about people that can't use the proper, uh, there, there, or there, 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 or your, I feel like your. you're, I feel like you're that guy. No, I, I, but I won't go to the extent where I'll call somebody out on social media or on their Tinder profile or Bumble profile or something like that, like when they're using it. Those are odd examples for you. Actually, they're not odd examples for you, but they're just odd, odd examples for the general public to, to Tinder no, or Bumble because, profile. Okay, I'm throwing this out. I'm being full disclosure. I will say that I'm out there on that or whatever. I'm a single male. I'm going to use that app to... Ladies. Uh, Ladies, ladies, uh, swipe right, please. <laughs> uh, but when I read some profiles and I'm like, ooh, that's well, it makes it really easy to, to choose whether to swipe or left or right. So I don't know. You're when they say, left, uh, they please using the swipe, wrong yeah, it's, they say, please uh, swipe to your right, and they say, y o u r e, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna go to the left then. So, you have fun over there on your U A U O Y R E right. <laughs> that's where, <laughs> that's where you draw the line. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. If you can't spell, it's that's my uh, criteria. Is please at least use proper. I understand, like you know, messing it up in a text that you just like typed real quick or. Um, whatnot, but it's like if you have a bio or whatever and you're really trying to impress somebody, you're going to spend some extra time on it and make sure that it's correct and that you, you know, 
make a good impression, a good first impression. That's what that's about. The bio is the, the thing that's the first thing that they see other than your pictures. So I don't know. Only Just English majors there. for Nick. But Nick, Tinder aside, guess what time of the night it is? It is last call. Oh God, I double hit the button. There we go. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. I ruined the flow. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast, where every week we do a little something different. I'm so what happy happens to be... when you J pop when you should have K popped. <laughs> God, <laughs> dude. Right. It's anyway. I'm. I'm, I'm I'm over this episode. Let's <laughs> let's move on. God. Thank God we only have like four more of these before our break for season the end of season. So one. you can gather yourself um, and and reevaluate. Another before I forget another I guess uh, exciting thing or maybe it's not exciting to people anymore. I don't know. Uh, we will have a few more guests on before the end of season one. Uh, and before we take our break, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I think we are going to have a guest on next week. Uh, I think we have at least. Oh, we got. We might have a guest on almost every episode. Let's let's push it. Let's just say, you know what? It's our show. We're going to have a guest on every single episode from here on out. I think we can make that happen. So let's make be it prepared. The last four episodes, we are going to have a guest. I know you all are tired of Nick and I, so we're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit. But Nick, uh, I think you came up with the last call game tonight. So uh, go ahead and explain what's going on. <clears throat> all right. Well, let me clear my throat real quick before I mess up uh, K-pop and J-pop. Um, sorry. I'm <laughs> all right. I'm done writing that joke. I burned that. I did straight up burn that into the ground so anyway all right we're gonna give you the chance to redeem yourself here we're gonna play a game called the high low all right high low high low so i'm gonna give you basically uh i, I wouldn't call them riddles but i'm gonna give you like some statistics or questions or whatever and you have to kind of say whether, not kind of say, you are going to say whether it's higher or lower, depending on, it's, it's kind of like the price is right. Um, they present you with an item and they say, hey, here's this delicious Budweiser, a can of it, six, uh, 12 ounce can, if you will. And I say it's uh, $1.50. And you're going to say, uh, it's probably higher or it's probably lower. So. Bet. You understand? Makes sense. I live for the prices, right? Every right. day. Every day when I was homesick from school. It's it's uh not specific. I, I love that reference because everybody did that. That's right. Because there was nothing um, else on. Game show city, baby. Exactly. Oh, uh, so oh, it's not oh, gonna be oh, specific and? to products. Sorry, go ahead. Well, not just prices, right, but also um soap operas. Well, and uh, boom, and eventually, like right when your parents got through an hourglass, so past the days of our lives. Oh my God! And and also on top of that, it would have been uh, Maury or uh, what's the other guy? It starts with Jerry, an S. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Sorry, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were trying to correct me there Jer real quick, but... Jerry Seinfeld. No, no, I'd fuck spring, spring, Jerry Springer. Uh, 
Springer, yeah, Bro, whatever. Okay, we got. Oh god, this there's, show is falling moment. apart there's at the seams. All right, let's just play uh, the game. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Anyway, before I embarrass myself anymore, let's. Are you ready? Ready to go? All right, I'm ready. Here we go. All right, the founding father, uh, founding father's last name, George Washington, uh, is the name of countries. Uh, oh my god, I fucked this up so bad. This doesn't, how am I supposed to do higher or lower with the founding fathers? <laughs> I have messed this up so poorly, and it's not even the like the drinks right now. All right, I'm going to read this again because I think it's poorly written. Uh, this founding father's last name, George Washington, is the name of counties in 38 states. Is it higher or lower? 38 states. That's a high number. It is a lot. States. That's that's a lot, but like every like, I would almost think everywhere has a Washington County. That that, that I, is I'm, a good I'm point. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna risk. It. I'm gonna say higher. I'm gonna say higher. Oh, I should have had the buzzer. I'm not. I don't have the buzzer uh, ready. But uh, like, that like, is incorrect. Ah. Washington is the name of uh, counties in 30 states and one parish. Uh, in Louisiana, the fuck is a parish? It's in Louisiana. You'll have to look it up. Uh, actually, uh, on that note, I believe um, some of the states aren't actually states; they're like commonwealths or something like that. I think the like Massachusetts, of Virginia. yeah, and like Massachusetts or something like that. So, yeah, uh, somebody else can look up those facts. You know, whenever they want to. All right, uh, number two. In Japan, women were not allowed to watch a sumo wrestling match until 16 years ago. Is it more or less than 16 years ago? Uh, Is yes, that the question? Lower. Correct. I'm gonna, now, uh, they were able to watch sumo wrestling before 16 years ago. So, like, they were able to watch sumo wrestling in 2000. I'm going to go more than 16 years ago. Higher. Correct. Okay. I don't, this one was stupid easy. I don't know why it's even on here. Uh, women in Japan were allowed to watch sumo wrestling in 1778, 221 years ago. <laughs> that's not, yeah, that's not even close. It's not even close. Uh, so that was a bad one. But maybe All it's right. like such an obscure thing to think. Like, whatever. Okay. Let's move on. Go. All right, uh, number three. Although a turtle is slow moving, the box turtle migrates 100 miles during a single year. Do they migrate more or less than 100 miles in a year? More or less than 100 miles. More or less than 100 miles in one single year. Less. Definitely got to be less. They got to stay around water. They're not migrating. They're not going south for the winter. Correct. Uh, Box turtles typically spend their entire life uh, within 125 yards of their birthplace. So humans. I have two. I have two stories about turtles. One, um, uh, my mom one time saw a turtle going down the street. I don't know where it was going, but it was just trotting down the street, and she picked it up and took it to the local pond like oh what are you doing here let's get you out of the road let's take you to the pond oh no 
four days later, no, she didn't like throw it in. That's my second story. She didn't throw it in or anything, but like four days later, she saw that exact same turtle back on that street again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's like, it, it like, it took me so long to get here. And this bitch takes me all <laughs> the way back to where I just started. <laughs> the other one is when, um, have you seen the video online where the person picks up the turtle or what they think is a turtle? And it then was they, the, yeah, it was the tortoise. Th- yeah, they throw. That was a tortoise. Tortoises don't swim. <laughs> oh, you hate. I don't it, know if that's actually somebody... a fact or not, but that it, it makes no. me. Wait, what do you mean a fact or not? Like the if a, if it was a tortoise and they put it in the water, like tortoise can't swim, and so it essentially drowned. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. It was he was gone. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm sorry. We're we're I digress. What's the uh, the next one? Let's go. I'm feeling good. All right, next one. Next one. Uh, the Eiffel Tower is 300 feet taller than the Washington Monument. Is it higher or lower than 300 feet taller than the Washington Monument? Lower. Uh, the answer is lower. The Eiffel Tower is <clears throat> 980 feet tall. 985 feet tall. Uh, uh, and is through, uh, 430 feet taller than the Washington Monument. Okay. So then that's the reverse. Higher. Higher. Okay. This thing's all fuck, dude. This, this is a bad segment. This is a really bad segment. Like this it, might be the worst segment that we've, we've had. Hey, you know what? We're going to keep going though. All right, sure. next question. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Double down, baby. We're hitting on 21 here. Let's go. Hey, all it takes is to hit that 1 in 36 odds on roulette, and you've made your day. Just saying. Well, better fucking hit it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Red number seven. Let's go. All right. Uh, the tallest unicycle ever mastered was 46 feet high. Dude, that's so tall. Four stories? 46 feet high. The tallest unicycle ever mastered was 46 feet high. Over four stories. I'm going to... That fall would kill you. Yeah, for sure. There's no... I'm going to say lower. Lower than that. All right. uh, The tallest unicycle ever mastered was 101 (laughs) feet and nine inches high. It was ridden a a distance of 376 feet in Las Vegas by Steve McPeak. And he Uh, hit his peak. Is there a year? Um, No, I don't have a year. Because, okay, so he only rode at 376 feet. And then what happened? (laughs) Okay. And then he fell? Uh, I actually do have the answer to that. Uh, he, uh, with the aid of a safety wire suspended by an overhead crane. So did he really master it? I feel like that safety wire probably helped him a little bit. I, I, I do like the term uh, safety wire. Or, or Sorry, safety wire. Uh, mastered instead of like road. <laughs> What's the farthest distance somebody's ridden a unicycle that's 100 feet tall? Rather, no, no. Hey. No. Six inches. That's not how we're wording this question. <laughs> Mastered. All right, what's All the right. next one? Next one. We're, we'll, we'll do like, we'll do two or three more. Whatever. All right. Since this is so, this is started off very poorly, we're going to keep going for, like you said, like double I said, down. Double down, hit on 21, baby. Exactly. 
All right, the king of uh, Siam had 6,500 wives and concubines. That's a that's a very round number. I feel like somebody just, like, a number that high, it has to be higher. It has to be higher. Uh, correct. The king of Siam uh, had 9,000 wives and concubines. Were they willing? That's a lot, of, that's actually... a lot of right swipes. That's a lot. Of That's right a lot swipes. of a lot of wedding receptions to have. Just think of all the gifts that he got. I mean, he well, had to be huge with all the fucking cake that he ate. What do you think his registry looked like? I want you. That's probably the like the registry from from his first marriage was. I want that dude's wife, and that's how he got all of his next wives. Like he's no, like. Oh, I mean, it's the uh, <clears throat> the uh, pyramid scheme of wives in a way. True, true. All right, next Just one. never we got, stops. We got two more. All right, two more. Uh, da, 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 uh, it takes 32 muscles to frown. I've heard that. What is it? It takes it, more. Everybody knows the, the phrase, it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. But um, is 32 too low or too high? I don't know why. I thought it was like 26. I'm going to say lower. Uh, So if you, are you saying it takes less muscles or more muscles? I just, I said lower, less muscles. It takes less muscles to frown. Okay. That, no, it takes uh, it, less than 32 muscles to frown. Okay. Uh, it takes 47 muscles to frown. Uh, to smile, it takes 17 muscles. Uh, so save some energy. Keep smiling. Don't tell me what to do. Uh, website, I'm going to do my own thing. All right, last one. Uh, the number of M&Ms in, one, in a one-pound bag is 425. But those are measured off weight. There's no way that there's... It, they're not measuring those by number. That's by net weight. Yeah, but if you take a, a one-pound bag of M&Ms and you counted them, on average, how many would there be? 512. I'm saying higher. Okay, that was a fucking amazing guess. The average number of M&Ms in a one-pound bag is 521. Damn, I was close. I got. You're I had, I had nine, all the right numbers. I had all the right M&Ms numbers Nine M&Ms because you ate the rest of them. Listening That's right. to K-pop. <laughs> J-pop. Fuck, dude. It's been a rough episode, but you know what? I still had fun doing it. Uh, so tune in next week. Tune in in the next four episodes. We're going to have a guest every week. Uh, then we're going to take our break. But from Nick and I here at the Last Call Podcast, thank you for hanging out with us and have a great fucking Friday. Take me home